We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in. But why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parm. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome to this Oxford Exxon Podcast Extra. We're going to talk Michael Triggs' injury for a few minutes on the show. My guest for this is Dr. Reeves Moore. He's an orthopedic surgeon with Special Orthopedic Group, specializing in athlete injuries. Michael Trigg, a lot of talk about a fractured clavicle. That's a broken collarbone in layman's terms. Wayne Kiffin did not uh, give any information publicly on that, but multiple reports discussing a collarbone fracture, a clavicle fracture, and that is also what we're hearing to some degree as well. So we're going to talk to Dr more about all the different things around that, how they fix it, what rehab is, how quickly players can return. He has performed these surgeries. He's gotten athletes back on the field, so we'll use his expertise to give us a guide for Michael Triggs' potential situation moving forward in the middle of this Ole Miss football season as they face Auburn in a few days and have the uh, the meat of the SEC schedule remaining for the 6-0 and Rebels, who are number nine nationally. Michael Trigg, to this point on the season, played in all six games, 17 catches, 156 yards, three touchdowns. He has a long of 28, and that long was the catch against Vanderbilt that caused the injury on Saturday in Nashville. So for more on Michael Trigg and potentially what he is uh, facing here over the next few weeks, over the next month, here is Special Orthopedic Group's Dr. Reeves Moore. Reed's good to be back with you here. Uh, I, I mean, we always talk injuries, so I guess in some ways not good, at least uh, talking on air. But Ole Miss uh, <laughs> hit by another one. Michael Trigg, the Ole Miss tight end, uh, goes down after a 28-yard catch in the second half. He comes down on uh, what looked like his shoulder. I guess we'll start here. Were you watching? Did you sort of see it in real time? I, I did not see it in real time. I saw some of the replays on it, uh, but it, it looked uh, pretty – kind of classic example where a guy goes down, lands on his shoulder, things you get to thinking about are AC joint injuries with a collarbone comes into the shoulder blade up there as well as possible clavicle fractures or collarbone injuries as well. So hearing fractured clavicle, that's what's what's kind of going around. There's been a couple reports. Lane Kiffin today during his press conference uh, gave absolutely no comment. He did not confirm or deny, but we're going to go off the basis that 
what everybody is hearing is actually correct? Are there different grades or severities of this? When you when you hear fractured clavicle, what 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 is going on there? Yeah, um, you you know the kind of the standard run of the mill clavicle fracture is happens in kind of what we call the middle third of it. You you know if you break it down into thirds, the most commonly injured area is that the middle of it. Um, there are also clavicle fractures that occur out closer to the AC joint and that can actually involve the AC joint. Those are a little bit more, uh, those are a little bit more rare, but also a little bit more tricky in terms of um, how do you fix them, uh, how quickly you can get them back. Um, but generally speaking, most of them kind of occur in the middle third area. And for the vast majority of folks, you don't really have to fix clavicle fractures. A lot of them heal on their own um, without surgery, but there certainly are some things we look at, especially in the higher level athletes uh, or people that do manual labor type jobs. That it just if you fix them, you can typically get them back to work or playing football uh, much more quickly than if you don't fix them. So what would and when we say clavicle, we are just strictly talking collarbone, right? Same thing, synonymous. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. So what would he have been experiencing right after it happens, the, the day, the night of? I mean, what is, what is sort of the pain or swelling, or what, what, what are the symptoms of this, if you will, the day it happens? So typically they will have kind of a deformity underneath the skin where you can actually kind of uh, palpate a bump or kind of a little bony edge that may be sharp, it, sometimes depending on how – uh, wide the fragments are uh, from each other. Um, sometimes it can actually be what we call tinting the skin, where it looks like it's about to actually poke through the skin. Uh, those are obviously fairly painful. Um, you don't really want to move the shoulder a whole lot. Um, sometimes you'll even have some muscle spasms where the, the muscles that attach to the collarbone will be spasming. So you want to try to get those relaxed with some medications. Uh, get his pain under control, get him comfortable, like I said, usually in a sling, and uh, get a good x-ray and see what exactly you're dealing with from, you know, what how how displaced the fragments are, how many fragments there may be. Is it just a simple fracture where it's just two pieces or does it have multiple pieces as well? Um, all of these kind of go into, you know, how he feels, you know, and then how you're going to approach it ultimately. So does location on the clavicle or, as you mentioned, depending on the number of pieces, all that sort of things, does that change prognosis or recovery even after you go in and fix it? Not typically. Um, usually you can get them well fixed, and especially if you're going, you know, if it's a college football player or somebody that's going to be a uh, high activity level, you know, you're – you're going to get it well fixed. You're going to get it. You're going to make sure it's stable and it's rock solid before you leave the operating room. Um, you know, I, I, when I do them, I typically, you know, pull on it all kinds of ways, directions, you know, everything's going to move as one unit. Like it wasn't even broken. Um, sometimes that takes, you know, multiple screws, plate and screws. Uh, uh, it can take, you know, just whatever you got to do to get it well fixed. Um, you know, I have fixed some of these in some high school kids, um, and I've gotten them back as early as you know, three to four weeks. Sometimes it takes, you know, four to six weeks. 
sometimes in there. Um, but generally speaking, you can get them back in a pretty quick time. Um, and they have, uh, they have, you know, very limited pain at that point. And that's really kind of what you're monitoring. Um, you're monitoring their pain, their function after getting fixed. And generally speaking, especially these higher level guys, you can get them back pretty quick. Um, usually around a month or so, just because they're able to do rehab a bunch. These elite guys, they heal faster, they feel better faster, their pain threshold is, is much higher than you know, someone like myself or yourself, Chase. Uh, no disrespect. No. Um, but uh, <laughs> but um, generally speaking, you can get them back pretty quick and be pretty aggressive with them um, in, in these situations. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. So that's what I was going to say. Is it literally just waiting? Are there like, is there a rehab program to this? I mean, what if say if we are correct here and he has surgery this week, what does it look like in seven days? I mean, is he doing something? Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, I generally start them in therapy the next day, moving their shoulder. I'm not really worried about them moving their shoulder. Um, the, my main thing is actually their skin incision healing. Um, as long as their skin incision is healed, which the shoulder is a very vascular area, has a lot of good healing potential, which is in contrast to the foot and ankle. Um, it just has a hard time healing sometimes, even in young, healthy uh, patients. But generally speaking, the, the shoulder area has a very vast blood supply. You're not really worried about wound healing complications or issues. 
And as long as the skin incision is looking good in the first, you know, three or four weeks and they have, you know, good range of motion in their shoulder, full range of motion, full strength of their shoulder and can protect themselves, then I, I tend to cut them loose and let them play. And, and generally, you know, you can get them back pretty quick. You can some, you know, if they've got some sensitivity over their incision, you can put a little donut pad up underneath their shoulder pads um, or what we, you know, some, it's called a, a spider pad type of thing that just kind of protects that incision in that area and, uh, and let them go and let them play. Um, I've had really good success with that. I've actually started looking at some of my numbers over the last several years in terms of, you know, getting football players back to sport after a clavicle fracture. And I think the earliest I've been able to get one back is about three weeks and probably the latest is about seven weeks or so. Um, and, uh, that is probably, uh, you know, that's more aggressive than probably what most do. Um, but in this population, you know, that's one of the reasons they want it fixed is to get it back to get back to playing. And I, I don't feel like we're being unsafe with that. Um, you know, our goal is to meet their demands and get them back as quickly and as safely as possible. And I, I think that's generally speaking how you can do, do with these. Yeah, because, you know, I guess, you know, I've talked to several of your colleagues over the months and you about different injuries, whether it be elbows or Kevin Graham's injury or whatever was going on. This doesn't seem like one where there is a huge risk to being a little more aggressive. I mean, I, I guess that's the point. As long as it's stable and that skin incision is where you are, what is sort of worst case to this? Because are we simply talking about pain tolerance at that point? Mostly, yes. Um, you know, let's. The flip side of that is, let's say you don't fix it, and you just let him heal, and it and he and he comes back and plays the next year and has a re-injury of that same area. And you know, I've actually seen that several times in some high school kids that have uh, been treated uh, by by another physician. Uh, they have they heal and uneventfully do fine, and then the next football season they actually have another injury to their collarbone. They actually re-break. At a similar spot, so that's actually one of the reasons that I talk to people about fixing these in contact or collision athletes is because you do have a little bit higher risk of a refracture there. Um, and so that, that's actually one of the reasons that I, I, I tell people, you know, I think if to seriously consider having it fixed if you're a football player. Um, the complication of, of anytime you have surgery, there are potential risks. Um, infection, wound healing issues, like I said, which I, I think are pretty minimal uh, given that part of the body. Uh, the other potential issue is, you know, can you break your collarbone uh, outside of the plated area? And certainly that's a risk, but, you know, that, that's no different than if you hadn't had surgery in the, in the beginning. If you have that type of injury or uh, trauma to the shoulder, you can, you can break regardless of whether you've had surgery or not. Um, and if that's the case, then you end up having to, you know, redo things. Um, but like I said, that can happen whether you've had surgery or not. So I, I think the, the upside in this particular scenario is, is much greater than the downside of not plating it. Um, so I, I think, uh, you know, getting it fixed, rehabbing him aggressively uh, that he can tolerate and that he can uh, get back fairly quickly, I would imagine, if that's the scenario. Maybe you said this and I missed it, but as you said, it seems like all signs 
support some type of operation to get it repaired. But just for your typical person, what is recovery time if someone just let it heal on its own? Without surgery, it typically takes about eight to 12 weeks, two to three months, depending on the patient's age. Um, you know, younger folks typically can heal a little bit faster than your older folks. Um, but typically, you know, eight to 12 weeks, somewhere in there, getting back to a, a desk job, you know, you can do that within a couple of days as long as your pain's uh, tolerable. Um, getting back to manual labor takes about two to three months as well. It, it kind of follows the uh, x-ray healing that we see. Um, so it, it, takes, uh, it takes a little bit longer, um, but like I said, you can avoid a surgery uh, for some of those people, and some of those people, that's, that's what they want. That's, that's, what, that's how they want to do it, and I, that's certainly reasonable. Um, but, you know, this is, this is a specific situation where we're trying to get somebody back playing a sport or back at work as quickly as, and as safely as possible. So, um, and like I said, you know, I've managed these uh, all over the place and, you know, typically, uh, you know, you can get them back within about a month or so, give or take a little bit. I'm looking at the calendar right now and four weeks from right now would be the Monday of Ole Miss after Ole Miss's bye week and a few days prior to Ole Miss in Alabama and Oxford on November the 12th. So just from a timeline standpoint, six weeks pushing to the week of the Egg Bowl. And then obviously anything beyond that would be only bowl game relevant or SEC championship game relevant at that time. Um, I, I guess sort of last thing on that, the people who had gone – Seven weeks, six weeks, those were mostly pain tolerance issues versus the three- to four-week people? It was probably pain tolerance uh, and as well as, you know, they were probably a little bit younger. Uh, we, they, we wanted to be a little bit uh, more conservative with it, but we also were trying to push it as well. Um, and it also kind of boiled down to, well, where in the season were they? Could they afford to miss a little extra game? You know, were we trying to buy us a little bit extra time? Had they not started region play yet? So there, there's some, you know, they, they probably could have gotten back to playing around four weeks, but, you know, we were trying to be a little bit more conservative. The parents wanted to be a little bit more conservative on some things. And so it's kind of, it's very situation and patient dependent. And just having the injury in general does give him an increased potential of re-injuring the clavicle somewhere at some point, not necessarily surgery or not, but just simply having this injury to begin with? I, I don't think so. Okay. Um, now, if he, he, he just let it heal on its own, I, my concern with him being a collegiate football player and, and possibly a NFL prospect is, you know, does he re-break it again if he has another trauma to it? And I, I think, I think, Fixing the clavicle with a plate, I think actually it lessens that. I don't, I don't have any hard and fast numbers on that, but I have seen a handful of those the last couple of years where they were tried to treated without surgery and they had another injury the following season, rebroke right at that same spot. And so I, I think in those scenarios, if you had, if uh, they had been fixed initially, then I think that's something that you can maybe avoid it. And that, and that plate kind of acts as a as an internal cast at that area and helps protect it. That makes sense. Well, good stuff there. We'll uh, see what comes out, see what the uh, course of action is for Michael Trigg moving forward. But as always, I appreciate your, uh, your expertise and your time today. Yeah. Thanks Chase for having me. 
have you heard about the 2018 study that showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? No? Well, now you have. I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual, a company making traceability the new standard in the supplement industry. I remember staring at my prenatal vitamins and finding all these things I was trying to avoid. High amounts of heavy metals, synthetic colorants, and unnecessary ingredients. So, at four months pregnant, I quit my job and started Ritual, because I believe that all women deserve to know what they're putting in their bodies and why. I'm so proud of our prenatal vitamin. The ingredients are 100% traceable, it's third-party tested for microbes and heavy metals, and recently received the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. You see, we trace like a mother because, let's be honest, no one cares quite like a mother. But don't just take my word for it. Trace for yourself with 25% off at ritual.com slash prenatal.